everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for May 15th through 21st, 2023. So we got a lot to talk about. Hmm, seems like a familiar theme. I know that we just got out of eclipse seasons, but here we are. There's another round of the sort of great celestial wheel starting to shift and move. So number one, uh, that's a big one, is Jupiter goes into Taurus this week. It has not been in Taurus since 2011 and 2012. And since Taurus has been the location of a lot of you know big astrology the past uh, few months and even the past few years, it'll be very interesting to see what Jupiter has to say about the science. We got that to talk about. We've got a Taurus new moon that both brings us out of eclipse season. It brings us into a new lunar month, but sort of showcases some other energies that we have to talk about. Jupiter, Pluto, we have a Jupiter Pluto square this week. I'll explain what that means. And then we have Mars going into Leo. And if you know your astrology, that's what we call a fixed T-square. So we've got this energy that's going to start to come in that might have a little bit of intensity, a little dynamic uh, push to it. And maybe this is the energy that's going to get the eclipse energy moving a little bit more. So yeah, we've got lots to talk about. If you are watching live, as always, let me know where you're watching from. Even if you're not watching live, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Spotify, if you're watching on Instagram, do say hello. It's always delightful to see, of course, familiar faces, and some of you are my clients, but also to see where in the world everybody is. So yeah, I see some familiar faces in the live chat, but for those who do not know me, uh, who I am, well, that came out a little bit backwards. My name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area, and every week we gather live to look at the astrology, and you hear me say over and over again, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. So how do you work with this energy? But as I was saying during eclipse season, there are just times in our life, or certainly times in the astrological calendar, where the other 50% part, uh, let's say, has a little bit more pull. And things and, and people can come in and out of our lives with eclipses. And I think I asked you all this uh, this question last week, but you know, how'd your, how'd your eclipse season go? What has changed, if anything, since April 20th? And if you're scratching your head, be like, Katie, uh, I don't see anything. Sometimes it takes a month for us to see what is the story in this case, because we were sort of straddling two stories. We're stepping into this new uh, eclipse chapter that's going to take us into the start of 2025. Yes, start of 2025, but also starting to let go of a story that's been with us since November of 2021. So that's sort of like wrapping something up at the same time, starting something new. And so we might need that, you know, two weeks, three weeks, and sometimes even to the eclipse midpoint, which is uh, this case will be the end of uh, July and in the beginning of August to really see what these eclipses were trying to, or even into June and the end of June into July to see what these eclipses were starting to reveal to us. So yeah, we got Jupiter in Taurus. Um, we, 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 you know, Jupiter doesn't change signs very often once a year, although Jupiter kind of popped in and out of Aries a couple of times. And Jupiter, I think, is one of these planets that we don't always get in astrology and sort of my joke, and I feel like I did this bit um, a few episodes ago it's like our 
astrologers want to call Jupiter the planet of growth. Like, what does that even mean? Like, oh, I was born with my planet of growth in Leo. Jupiter is the planet that opens up our eyes to the world. Now, without the power of Jupiter, and Jupiter is a pretty big planet, it's actually the biggest planet in our solar system. It does have this reputation and actually well-deserved of being benevolent, being a protector, being quote-unquote good luck, but I really uh, walk a very uh, cautious line when I talk about Jupiter and luck because... I think sometimes Jupiter is grace. It can bestow grace upon us and things work out. And maybe, I don't know, maybe there is some luck there. But I think that everybody uh, really wants Jupiter to be a lucky planet. Who knows? We'll see what Jupiter does in Taurus. But in the meantime, Jupiter is wrapping up its time in Aries, where it's been off and on since May of 2022. What new story came in in May of 2022? What sort of uh, initiative, what sort of seeds were planted? If Jupiter is the planet that opens up our eyes to the world, it's education, it's faith, it's travel, it's the search for truth and meaning. Without Jupiter, we don't really have much meaning or we're sort of longing for something. At least Jupiter pulls us so we can at least try to try to make some uh, get some answers out of life, whether it's Jupiter in Sagittarius, one of its home signs, where Jupiter is pulling us out into the world physically to, to, to get a higher education, to travel, to explore, or even Jupiter in Pisces, which we saw a couple years ago, where Jupiter is trying to get us to find the answers within. What's curious is that Taurus, the sign that Jupiter is going into, is one of the four, called the four fixed signs. And the fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, they talk about the, our manifested world. It's not, in the, in the sense, of, sense of Taurus, it's not faith, it's not necessary philosophy. It's about money, our material lives, uh, our spending, how we earn a living, sometimes these sort of broader strokes around value and worth. That's not to say that this is the only way Jupiter will present itself, but it's certainly one of the core themes of Taurus and sort of the, the blossoming and the rebirth of life that we see in Taurus this time of year, certainly for those who are in the Northern Hemisphere. So is Jupiter talking about growth of money um, or really giving us a sense of opportunities or a way to see things differently or to search the world uh, and, and, and for a material, you know, let's say material success? We'll have to see. You know, money is a really subjective thing. Everybody, you know, kind of has different feelings about it. But what is objective is that we need, you know, the basics. And, and, and Taurus does talk about the basics, you know, food, money, shelter. And something that somebody asked me um, over on YouTube when they were watching the, the, you know, the replay of this video is like, I, I, the, Taurus is one of the, the money signs, not money signs, uh, food signs, geez. Taurus. Uh, Virgo and Cancer are what I see as the food signs. I don't know if that's something that's uh, shared, a shared thought or opinion with other astrologers. It's just something that I've seen. And, you know, for me, I, I, I am a cook. I do bake. And, and even with my clients, I see when that, when that Taurus energy, it's like food for pleasure, food for comfort. Um, you know, with, with Cancer, food has that sense of nostalgia, that connection to the past mom, dad, whomever, whoever was that cook, the grandparent, for example, 
And then food with Virgo, which is the food for uh, health and wellness. And, and sometimes when food, when Virgo is very present, it's like you know, having a very you know, healthy approach to food sometimes, not always. So yeah, that's what I mean by, uh, you know, these are signs that really kind of connect us to food. Um, again, that's just my way of seeing astrology. So we're going to be really focused on our material lives over the coming over the coming uh, year and and Jupiter's picking up on Uranus in Taurus and and for those that don't know this it's like you know the the sun is in Taurus right now but what about the other planets well as I speak this the moon is in Aries uh, Mars is coming to the end of Cancer Venus is in Cancer Uranus has been in Taurus since May 2018, March 2019, and it's an origin of a cycle, a seven-year chapter that for each and every one of you is unfolding in different ways. But for my fixed signs, my Taurus, my Leo, my Scorpio, my Aquarius, that uh, those dates, uh, May 2018, March 2019, subsequently, um, could really align with some bigger changes in life. It is possible that Jupiter invigorates the story of change, transformation, reinvention, turning things upside down. And I think that sometimes this is why I get really cautious with Jupiter, which is funny because I'm ruled by Jupiter. My chart is ruled by Jupiter. I'm ruled by Mars personally, but my, my life, my ascendant is Sagittarius and my life is ruled by Jupiter. And I think that when we saw Jupiter in Capricorn back in 2019, and then when Jupiter made its conjunction to uh, Saturn and Pluto in, in the start of 2020, um, we saw that Jupiter isn't always the most helpful, uh, let's say, uh, support for, is it? Because it really, uh, made that Saturn-Pluto conjunction bigger. And if you have no idea what, what, what I'm talking about, I remember going into, or at least preparing for the astrology of 2022, and it was probably a little bit um, not, a, not a popular term I was using, but I was like, look guys, 2020, 2020 it's gonna be the wrecking ball year. Oh my God, why? Well, that was the year that Saturn and Pluto met up in Capricorn for the first time since like 15 whatever. But they did it in a sign that talks about our material world. Jupiter, I, and I heard some astrologers say, oh, Capricorn's going to be the luckiest sign of the year. I'm like, Jupiter is going to be in the same room with Saturn and Pluto. So what's going to happen? Well, we, we saw what happens. But anyway, that's in the past. So it's just to, to see how Jupiter is going to add to Uranus's presence and Taurus this presence of reinvention and awakenings and changing our relationship with the material plane, money, income, material stability and security. I think we can all agree things have been a little crazy the past few years and certainly with a money, goods, services, prices. I'm not a financial astrologer. It's not a lane I necessarily want to be in, but it's just we have to sort of look at that uh, Taurus is a money sign, a money and resource sign. So wherever Taurus is in your astrology, maybe you're thinking, but Katie, I'm not a Taurus. Uh, you have Taurus, even if you have no planets there, you have Taurus somewhere in your personal astrology and Jupiter's gonna give it a boost. 
whether it's Jupiter making an existing story bigger or Jupiter giving us the faith, the courage and confidence to do something that we wanted to do to make a change, to make a reinvention, um, for Jupiter to really shift our relationship further with our material life. And for some people, maybe this is about earning more money or making a, a change in, in your living or, or income. Again, it'll be really interesting to see. And I'm saying this as a Scorpio, so Jupiter is going opposite my sign and it's going to start to activate that lovely Uranian energy. And uh, it just might mean that the tectonic plates are going to be moving a little bit in 2023. The other thing that we need to talk about is that uh, in advance of, let's say, the Taurus new moon later this week, Jupiter will start to square uh, with Pluto. It's a pretty powerful energy. It talks not just about money, it talks about power. It talks about these larger themes that unite us all or sometimes don't unite us all as human beings. And um, I have to tell a really quick kind of not related but related story because it's just like it happened to me before I got on with you all. Somebody offered, and by the way, I would never ever do this. Somebody offered to buy my dog off of me. And they said, would you ever sell your dog? And I'm like, no, never, ever. Why would I sell my dog? Um, if you've seen my dog, he's very cute, but I would never sell him. It's like selling a family member. And then he said to me, and I quote, would you do it for $10,000 cash? And I was like, is this Jupiter and Taurus and Pluto flexing a little bit? But absolutely not. Not even not even for a million million dollars. But yeah, uh, things are things are crazy right now. But yeah, money and power and sometimes the underbelly of that and manipulation. And that's what I'm saying that just because Pluto shows us the shadow of something. So we've got this sort of friction energy this week that brings us to the Taurus new moon later this week on May 19th. This is a new moon that's at the very end of Taurus, 28 degrees. And it actually picks up on the degree of that first Taurus eclipse that we had on November 19th of 2021. Maybe it's worthwhile seeing if there's any sort of threads between this week or next week and way back to November of 2021. But that, not eclipse, because that, that new moon is not an eclipse. Um, but that new moon, it, it has Mars opposite Pluto. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty heavy. And it also has that square to, to, to Jupiter. So this is what we call in astrology a fixed T-square. It won't be a full fixed T-square until Mars gets into Leo on Saturday, May 20th. Energy in the fixed signs, again, talk about our material and manifested world. So we might be seeing a lot of activity in that space. You know, your bank account, um, the things that you can touch, property, ownership, resources, people wanting to buy your dog. Um, but uh, how do you use this to your own advantage? And maybe it's about creating some business plans. Maybe it's organizing your, your finances. Maybe it's making some plans for the future and maybe even using the energy of Pluto to reform and transform because that's what Pluto wants to do. So as we get into the very end of this week, it is the start of Gemini season. I'm going to save that for next week because we got so much to talk about. Um, but yeah, let's look at the astrology of this week, May 15th through 21st of 2020. Three. So as we start the week on Monday, we are getting towards the end of the lunar month. The moon's in Aries. Further, Mars, which by the way is still in Cancer, it's coming to the end of Cancer this week, 
makes a trine to Neptune. So, yeah, I've been really personally feeling Neptune energy lately. I don't know, maybe Neptune's squaring my moon. But uh, Neptune dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world. It can give us an opportunity to take action, to be compassionate. Uh, trines are typically opportunities where, where things can be a little bit smoothed out. It's not a very aggressive energy, and maybe that's where it sort of tones down a little bit this Aries moon. Then we get into the next day. By the way, Jupiter at the very end of Aries as we start the week. Where do you see a story that began in May of 2022 starting to wrap up? Then we get into Tuesday, May 16th, and Jupiter has arrived in Taurus for the first time since 2011 and 2012. I think it's worthwhile going back and just reflecting on that time. It's kind of a banana bananas time for me personally, but Jupiter, the thing that's different than 2011 and 2012 is that Uranus is also in Taurus. So imagine that Jupiter goes into a space Taurus, the same space that Uranus has been occupying for the last five years. So it's like these two planets are in the same space together. They are talking, although we have to wait till 2024 for the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction. I think it's in April 2024. But Jupiter, it sort of, if I took Uranus out of the, the equation for the moment, like Jupiter typically inspires, it motivates, it gives us a sense of confidence. We want more of whatever that space is. In the case of Taurus, more pleasure, more touch, more more things, more stuff, more food. Um, sometimes we can be a little bit overindulgent with um, with with Taurus. Um, but you know, put Uranus in there, it's a little bit of a wild card. It says, do we want more change? Do we want to reinvent our relationship with money and income, material stability, material security? Jupiter will spend an, a year in Taurus. It leaves in May of 2024, but it's going to be an interesting addition to this mix. If you are Jupiter ruled, and that means my Sagittarius's, Sag Rising's, Pisces, Pisces Rising, this is a major change in your personal astrology, which I'll talk about when I go through each of the 12 signs. Then we get into Wednesday, I think that's the, goodness, the, the 17th, and Jupiter immediately makes something called a square to Pluto. So if you remember Pluto, it's been in Aquarius, it's what's called a square, you know, 90 degree angle, since March 23rd of 2023. Pluto hasn't been in Aquarius that long, but it hasn't been in Aquarius since the 1780s and 90s. I know, big deal. So this is one of those bigger checkpoints that we have in this new era. Yes, we are on the threshold of a new era. We are sort of in and out. You know, Pluto does return back to Capricorn on June 11th, and Pluto will return back to Aquarius in January of 2024. But it, it's like we're wrapping up one big thing that began in 20, 2008 and then starting to prepare for something new. So it'd be interesting to see like what is the bigger themes, the threads. You know, Jupiter's not a personal planet, meaning it doesn't talk about our personal lives unless you are Jupiter ruled, but by and large, Jupiter talks about these bigger themes, faith, truth, meaning, convictions. What do we stand for? I stand for not trying to sell my dog off to a random stranger in the elevator, even for money. Um, what do we, you know, what what sort of motivates us and inspires us? You know, how do we see the world? How do we see our world? Do we travel? Do we explore? Do we keep things very small? So 
Jupiter and, and, and Pluto really is a dynamic energy. It can talk about karma. It can talk about transformation. It can talk about needing to see behind things. And I think it, it may not be immediately evident what this square is about. I think we have to get past the new moon. Could segue to that Taurus new moon on the 19th of May. And this new moon is at 28 degrees of Taurus. And this new moon does point the energy over to Venus in, um, goodness, uh, Venus over in Cancer. So this is where I've said, like, I personally really love Maybe it's just a personal uh, preference of the energy of Taurus and Cancer together. It's very cozy. It, it you know, wants food. It wants, you know, comfort. It wants um, stability and security or emotional stability and security. So we have that sense of, like, really, you know, getting into the things that matter the most and wanting to make sure our lives are nice and safe and secure. It's just that can't ignore the fact that this new moon has Mars at the very end of Cancer. It's about to make the opposition to Pluto and, and Aquarius. And then we have the what's called the T-square to Jupiter and Taurus. So this could be a lunar month that shifts the, the tectonic plates a little bit. I know just after a, an eclipse season. And sometimes we have to get to the next lunar month after an eclipse-filled uh, month in order to really see what these eclipses are about. So pay attention to money, income, finance, these sort of, whether it's that tangible aspect of these things, whether it's the uh, philosophy and like what these things, the value and the meaning of these things for you, and where is there room for transformation and reformation. And, and the new moon is in the same sign as Uranus and Taurus. So this is trying to shake things up, although there is a bit of a distance between that new moon and Uranus. I think Uranus is at 18 or 19 degrees of, of Taurus right now, 19 to 19 degrees of Taurus for the first time in 80 odd years. Um, so it doesn't have the same oomph as maybe that lunar eclipse we had on May 5th, which had a lot of oomph in, in it. But um, this is a new you know, lunar month that's going to really have us look at our material lives and and of course that means different things for different people and but at the same time we're human beings and we need shelter we need to make sure our you know kind of human stuff is taken care of you know maybe make a nice meal make a nice meal for your family or your your loved ones for example then we get to Saturday, uh, May 20th, and Mars goes into Leo for the first time in two years. So in Leo, Mars immediately triggers, that would be a better word, or activates an opposition to Pluto in a square to Jupiter. It's pretty powerful and dynamic energy. It's hard to necessarily predict. Maybe you have to kind of get into through the weekend and into the beginning of next week. But again, it really sort of factors even more on our material and manifested world. Some astrologers may call that a fixed cardinal cross because of the lunar nodes. Traditionally, you wouldn't use the nodes as a physical point because they're a mathematical point, but I, I don't think we can ignore the lunar nodes because they do talk about, you know, destiny and fate and sort of the things that can change and, and turn our lives in a new direction. I know that's, those are big words, but you, know, you can't sleep on the nodes, especially when you're getting big planets bunching up around the lunar nodes. 
And the lunar nodes, by the way, for those that don't know, are these two points in the sky. They make eclipses happen. That's why Taurus season really brought us that, uh, well, it was the very end of Aries season. We had that that solar eclipse at 29 Aries and then that lunar eclipse at 14, almost 15 degrees of Scorpio on May 5th. So that's because the new moon and the full moon were within a certain degree of the nodes. Then we get into Sunday, May 21st, and it's the start of Gemini season. I'm going to really save that one for next week because there's just way too much going on. I'm, I'm sorry, Gemini, but uh, that means I can put the spotlight on you next week. So let's, uh, let's look at the astrology for each of the 12 zodiac signs, starting with Aries. Aries, so your planet Mars is wrapping up its time in Cancer. And for you, Aries, Cancer forms what's called the base and the foundation of your astrology. That's home, that's family. And this has been five or going on six weeks of really getting back to your roots. Maybe family have demanded more attention. Maybe your household has needed attention. Maybe things have been a little bit noisy in your life. Or maybe you've just needed to like chill out and get quiet for example mars does go into leo later this week on, on on the 20th and when it goes into leo it's not just a change in energy you're going from water to fire it's going from sort of more intuitive and emotional into this more creative fire passion play fun uh you know, creativity, I always said that one. Um, but Mars, your planet, is going to make a pretty powerful opposition to Pluto in what's called a square to Jupiter. This is a bigger story, so I'm going to make it very, very quick. Um, Pluto went into your what's called your 11th sign back in March. It's about friends and community. It's about you. It's about who are you versus where you belong in the bigger picture. It's sort of you know, that sense of individuality versus the group and then you know these bigger questions about <clears throat> value and worth and whether it's your value and worth or maybe the sort of value and worth of things in the world but it's a pretty intense energy really sit with it meditate with it see what it wants to reveal to you allow it to be the catalyst for positive change in your life and finally i will add to that uh, taurus new moon that's on the 19th it picks up on these themes that have been present with you over the course of taurus season and also the eclipses in taurus that go back to last year money income reinventing your relationship with money and income value and worth and maybe even thinking out of the box a little bit Taurus, Taurus, you are in the hot seat this week. And if it is your birthday, um, you got a lot of really powerful energy coming with you into your new personal year. So Taurus, and, and we've talked about this, but just to very quickly reiterate, you've had a visitor in your sign since 2018, May 2018, March of 2019. Every Taurus has been living this energy differently. But if you have a Taurus in your life, there may be something that looks very different um, than it did in, let's say, 2018-2019. They may look different. Their lives might be different. There might be this push to make some bigger changes. But I, you know, Taurus can be a bit stubborn. I love you guys. You're my opposing sign. I'm not Scorpio, but I'm just saying this as a Scorpio. You don't want to like let this. You need to give this energy uh, a place of movement in your life. Like put it towards a project. Put it towards some personal changes. And transformation because it's like trying to hold back a force 
and certainly a force that's bigger than you. That Taurus new moon, especially if your birthday is on the 19th, 18th, 19th, 19th or 20th, it's, it's really bringing you into this new year and maybe even a year of some bigger changes. Um, you know, Jupiter for you, Jupiter going into your sign, if it took Uranus out of the mix, it's a time of new beginnings. It's a time of a new adventure, a new journey. Go back to 2011, 2012, when Jupiter was last in Taurus, but it is picking up on the energies of Uranus. And, and I'm just saying this, and, and maybe I'm just saying this for like the few people that this is actually relevant. If there's something that you've been putting off and you know exactly what I'm talking about, Jupiter is going to do one of two things. It's either going to like force the issue or it's going to give you the confidence to actually finally make that move, make that change and something new wants to come into your life. But and that's the thing about astrology sometimes, sometimes that other 50% is bigger than us. And this is one of those weeks. Um, Gemini. Gemini is almost your season. Uh, you've been sort of in behind the scenes. You know, your planet Mercury is in Taurus. It's Taurus season. Taurus is your last sign. When we get to the last sign in our astrology, it's not about our, our material manifested world. It's actually about what we can't see. And from anywhere from our blind spots, our dreams, our illusions, all the way to spirituality, the world outside of this world. And, and, and I think with, <clears throat> with Jupiter going into the space with Uranus, this is awakening a bigger story with you that's been since 2018, 2019 about making either some spiritual shifts, spiritual awakening, awakenings, or really delving into your blind spots, or even in some cases, your illusions. This is all preparing you for the start of your season, which begins on the 21st of May. We will save that for next week. But in the meantime, your planet Mercury is direct. Hurrah, you know, things are gonna start to, to move and I think you gotta get into the middle of June by the time that Mercury gets into Gemini to really feel like it's that new beginning that you're wanting and craving. But with so much stuff happening behind the scenes, it's like really see what's trying to reveal to you. It might be subtle, it might be in a way that you can't when you pay attention to your dreams like an intense dream last night for example um but mars going into leo it's leaving um you know leo for you is your sign of of your voice it's communication it's how you think and listen and learn and so you know you might have a lot to say gemini as you go into the next week just in time for your birthday season cancer Cancer, so you have Mars starting to wrap up its time and your sign the last five weeks. You've had a planet that is not a diplomat. Um, and maybe you've had a lot to say. Maybe you've been had a lot of energy. Maybe you've been like raring to go and move forward. I know there's just been a lot going on with Cancer, especially the past couple of years. And maybe Venus, you know, Venus going into Cancer, I think was a week or so ago. It kind of like tempered things a little bit. But um, for you, Cancer, you know, Look at friends, look at community, you know, what's been happening in your life with friends and community since 2018, 2019. Do you still have the same people 
in your life. And while Jupiter is starting to leave your career sign and maybe, you know, Monday, uh, you know, April, not April, geez, um, May, um, gosh, what day is it? It's 15th, May 15th, like Jupiter is leaving your career sign. So, you know, you are like closing out a chapter that began in May of 2022 with your career and to see what growth, what opportunities, what new horizons came about in your professional life. But now Jupiter is going into something called your 11th, it's about getting you to explore friends and community and to make connections and to volunteer and to get involved in social issues and social causes. It's just that wild card, Uranus. And if maybe you've been searching for your people or trying to make new friends, Jupiter certainly will help you, but it might be people or community or friends that are very different than you're typically used to. There is that new moon in that space on the 19th. Um, you know, for you with this really intense energy, it's not hitting upon um, the, the, the same areas as it is the other signs. I think with Mars and, and going into Leo, um, for you, that's a money sign. It is getting into these bigger themes about money and finance and sort of the future and sort of what's important and to see how that becomes a thread throughout the week and then going into next week. Uh, Leo, boy, oh boy, we have a lot to talk about Leo. Um, first, starting with Taurus, and you're like, wait, I'm not a Taurus, but Taurus is your career sign. So I've said this before, I'll say it again, since 2018, 2019, May 2018, March 2019, you've had a visitor in your career sign of Taurus, and that's Uranus. And Uranus is about awakenings. It's about doing things differently. And I've seen the gamut with my Leo Leo risings. I've seen 180s in careers, making big changes in direction. Some Leos, there's some stability and security about career, for example, or maybe there's been a breakthrough for some Leos. It's really things finally starting to, to break out of the past because Uranus is a very unsentimental planet um, it says you know if this is what you're meant to do how do we make this bigger so Jupiter gives this a boost and so it's kind of a little bit hard to say on a broader level what this is going to mean for each and every one of you but it could mean that you know the next uh, 12 months are very interesting in your professional life there are new opportunities new things are coming into your life things that maybe you didn't expect and maybe things that are taking you in a new direction Jupiter is activating all these eclipse points since the end of 2021 throughout 2022 and how you've had to make some changes in your professional life. The thing that I have my eye on is Mars going into Leo. Hey, you're Leo or Leo rising. This is going to immediately activate this opposition to Pluto. And Pluto is in your relationship sign. It's been in your relationship sign since the end of March, March 23rd of 2023. And this has been this sort of three-month preview of a much bigger story in your life. Pluto in the relationship sign is going to mean different things for different people. It's a whole other story, but I think this is your first big taste of this is an area of your life that will on some level fundamentally, fundamentally transform over the next 20, yes, 20 years. For some people, relationships are complicated. There's a lot of baggage. Pluto's like, oh, here, let's start to rip this all out. For some people, you know, Pluto going into the relationship sign represents a time when a new type of relationship comes in that is very different than a previous one. 
Then we have that Mars opposition. So that's getting activated this week. And just see what is the story about relationships, power, transformation. Mars typically, if I just put Mars in your sign on its own, you're going to have a lot of drive. You're going to have a lot of motivation. Maybe you haven't felt super motivated over the last five weeks. But you know, Mars is typically a lot of get up and go. And maybe with that Pluto opposition, you're going to have a lot of get up and go to really go after what you want in your professional life. Um, Virgo. Virgo, your planet is finally direct. Yes, Mercury is direct as of yesterday, the 14th of May. And it's sort of still in this holding pattern in something called your ninth sign. Wait, is that correct? Yes, uh, Virgo, yes. And your ninth sign is about how you see the world. It's about faith and truth and meaning and how to really reevaluate what you believe in and what you stand for during this retrograde period. Sort of the interesting thing is that Jupiter is, not Jupiter, um, Mercury is changing directions in the same space as Uranus. So maybe you see things differently and maybe this weekend really revealed something to you. For example, Jupiter is joining the space and Jupiter from a traditional standpoint is actually very much at home in this space. And if I took Uranus out of the mix, the coming 12 months are about higher education, travel, exploration, truth, meaning, really getting philosophical and, and in some cases really trying to find meaning and maybe even find meaning after some you know, bigger events in your life. It's just that Uranus component, when I add it back in, this could be an awakening. This could be you see yourself differently. You see like it's, you know, education transforms you, travel awakens you, and, and it's going to be different for every Virgo out there. And so you also have that new moon um, in this part of your chart as well. It's just with the um, Mars going into Leo, and I want to put on my traditional astrologer hat for just a moment. Leo is something called your 12th sign. And I want you to go back um, to, you know, the, the, roughly this time in 2021. What was the story? Um, it's not to say that it's going to be the same. Of course not. But the 12th is where we have to pull back from the world. We need to rest. We need to recuperate. We need to sleep. We need to dream. We need to focus on our spiritual lives, our spiritual bodies, if not necessarily our physical body. But the thing that I want to point out is that Pluto is exactly opposite in something called your sixth sign. I'm not saying that this is going to be the case for Virgo or, or each and every Virgo, but it's like, is there a health and wellness story that's starting to come up? Is there a need to sort of make some bigger changes in, in how you take care of yourself, uh, something in regards to health and wellness, for example? And Pluto's been in your health and wellness space for the last uh, two months, so you know, maybe see what has been coming up. But if you need to rest, because this is a lot of energy with this opposition, then rest. If you need to you know, re recuperate, for example, then recuperate. But maybe see how this is playing out for you, Virgo. Libra. Libra, so Venus is your planet and it's still in Cancer. And Cancer is something called your career sign. So this is that time every year for you in advance of the sun's arrival in Cancer. This will be at the end of June, by the way, where it's about your professional life and really focusing on your ambitions. I mean, you know, out of the box, Venus is not, you know, typically an ambitious planet, but it is really pulling you out in the world in search of, you know, new opportunities to, to build your professional life, to take on 
duties and responsibilities. And Venus is the planet of beauty and love and relationships. So maybe it's a lot of, um, you know, social opportunities in your professional life, networking, um, trying to connect with other people in your professional life, for example. Mars has been in that same place for you and it's been really heating up your professional life over the past five weeks. So there's a lot of energy focused on your career right now, but where the big energy is focused at the moment, and it's going to be interesting to see because it's going to be different for every different Libra, is that Jupiter is leaving what's called your relationship sign. Maybe you've seen a lot of things shift and change and new opportunities and growth in your relationships over the past uh, you know, 12 months, and then Jupiter is going into something called your eighth. Let me explain the eighth. The eighth in our astrology is anything from a space that we really have to face ourselves. It's an emotional space. It talks about transformation, the psyche, going into our air quotes underworld, um, Scorpio. So this is you know a very scorpionic place if that means anything for you. This is a space about intimacy, vulnerability, trust, and, and maybe for you to look back at the past few years between Uranus being in this space, the eclipses being in this space, where has intimacy, vulnerability, trust, power, control, transformation, emotions really been a part of your story and journey since 2018, 2019, and certainly since 2022. Jupiter, if when it goes into this space, if I took Uranus out of the mix, like it gives you the courage and bravery and the confidence to, to do the hard things, to face yourself, to make positive changes in your emotional health and wellness. But Jupiter is also going into a money space because for you, Taurus is a money sign. So this could be a 12-month period where you're focusing on assets, like um, your, your state, uh, property, ownership. Uh, maybe something that is a shared uh, asset between you and a partner, for example. Maybe these bigger themes about value and worth um, and preparing, you know, like I say estate, and I know that's a big word, but that's the thing. We, we sort of gather money and property and like, what do we do with it after we die? But anyway, sorry, eighth house. So Jupiter in this space might really talk about even focusing on debt and getting, you know, that under control or taxes or benefits you know it is a money space this is all playing off of that lunar eclipse that we had in scorpio your money sign um, another money sign that happened on may 5th so money is going to be a big focus for you um, and even into these deeper material themes and to see around this uh, you know taurus new moon on the 19th how that opens up a new chapter for you in this space and maybe this is about breaking free from old patterns and certainly old patterns around money, value, and worth. The other thing I want to talk about is that Mars, which is a relationship planet for you, it's also a money planet, changes signs and it goes into Leo. And Leo for you is a sign of friends, community, um, society, humanity, social issues, social causes, community, if I didn't say that word. And Mars is going to activate, activate I mean, what's called an opposition to Pluto in something called your fifth. And so it creates this dynamic tension about you and individuality and who you are and what makes you you versus like, where does that fit in the world? And maybe even some tension and power between you and another person or you and a romantic partner, if that's relevant. Maybe even getting into themes around money, power with you and another person in your life. Scorpio. So Scorpio, you are 
getting some interesting energy this week. And this is all coming off the powerful Scorpio full moon that we had on May 5th. How are you doing, Scorpio? And so Venus would not Venus, uh, Mars is your planet and it's been in Cancer for the last five or so weeks since March 25th, 2023. So Mars is your planet. And so when it changes signs later this week on May 20th, it's going to get into a little bit of a tight spot. For you, Leo is something called your career sign. So if I took Pluto off the mix, out of the, out of the mix, you know, you are going into like a two-year career peak. So every two years, Mars, you know, returns to this part of your chart. It was last in your career sign um, in, in June and July of 2021. It's about career. It's about responsibilities. It's about ambition. It's about really taking that Mars drive, power, and motivation and putting it towards something just sort of the interesting thing in the mix is that Mars will make an opposition to Pluto. So for you, Scorpio, back in March of this year, Pluto went into what's called your fourth sign of home and family. This was only a three month preview because Pluto will leave this space and it will return in 2024, but it's a signal to you, Scorpio, that you're on the cusp of a big change of seasons in your life. That Mars opposition may activate that change in seasons and it brings in the energy of relationships. Why? Well, Jupiter leaves Aries and goes into Taurus, which is your relationship sign. The next year, there's something about relationships. It's, it's something you know, Jupiter can bring growth and transformation in a relationship, new opportunities, new people come into your life. I've seen people get married while Jupiter is in the relationship sign. I've seen major relationships while Jupiter is in the relationship sign, but I've also seen relationships end because Jupiter can also give you the confidence and the faith to actually leave something that isn't working for you. For example, we've got this really dynamic energy that's pointing between home and family and sort of the direction that your life is taking and the people in your life, and it's picking up on that bigger story that's been with you since 2018, 2019, about really reinventing how you connect to people. And for some people, connecting with people means a change in a major relationship, the start of a major relationship, but it's like the, the tectonic plates of your life are really activated this week and even going into next week. And something is shifting. And maybe, you know, maybe that's not the case for every Scorpio that's listening or Scorpio rising, but at least on paper, something is shifting, maybe even powerfully shifting. That Taurus new moon gives you that yearly activation of your relationship sign. New beginnings, new partnerships, new ways to connect, people coming into your life with the presence of Uranus. Maybe this is a very different type of person, something that shakes things up, shakes you awake turns the status quo on its head, but I'm sure we've got a lot to debrief about as we go into next week, Scorpio. Um, Sagittarius, Sagittarius, so your ruling planet, meaning the planet that governs your life, is Jupiter. And whatever Jupiter is doing in the sky typically sort of ticks back to you. So since March of 2022, give or take, Jupiter has been in Aries, your fifth sign. So it's been a year to really focus on you, get back to the things that you know give you life, give you spark, give you a sense of identity and individuality. Jupiter is going to go into Taurus on May 16th. And this is gonna start a six month, not six month, a year long chapter about focusing on health and wellness, 
projects, getting your life organized, getting really into the daily day-to-day stuff that we all have to do as human beings on this planet. Maybe you're going to be working a lot over the next uh, coming months and also maybe taking some positive steps to make changes in health and wellness, whatever works for you, of course. The thing that's very interesting is that Jupiter is joining Uranus. You have not had this uh, probably since 2011 when Jupiter was when Uranus was in, I think it was the Uranus-Jupiter conjunction in Aries, or maybe it was in Pisces. I have to go back and look. But anyway, yeah, what was, you know, what was 2011, 2012 like? And I'm you know, laughing because I'm sad rising. That was an interesting, terrible, interesting time. But it's only just for my personal life. But you know, Jupiter going to the space uh, makes a bigger, activates, inspires, motivates uh, Uranus's presence in this part of your chart since 2018, 2019. And it's, you know, for you, Sag or Sag rising, what has changed in health and wellness since 2018, 2019? Have you made changes in diet, nutrition? Do you take care of your body differently? Do you have a a new philosophy, and Jupiter is the planet of philosophy. It's about gaining knowledge about our day-to-day life. Do you feel inspired to serve, to help, to give back, maybe even give back to your community? But you know, it's for you to see how Jupiter is going to pick up with a story that's been with you since May of 2018, May to November 2018, and then back again in March of 2019. Because maybe, I don't know, Sag, something about your life looks a bit different than it did five years ago. That new moon that we have on the 19th is that sort of annual time to really focus on your day-to-day life, health and wellness, taking care of your body, taking care of your health. Mars for you, like that Mars, you know, Mars and Leo. Leo is your sign of faith and truth. And maybe, you know, Mars getting out of uh, Cancer is a little bit of a, thank God, because Cancer is a little bit of a watery place for that Mars. But going into Leo, It talks about, you know, focusing on travel, exploration, a need to to get philosophical, to figure out what things mean. But it's just that opposition to Pluto and Pluto, you know, since since March has been in the space that's trying to get you to really find the power of your voice. There's something about voice and communication, education and maybe even your perspective in life or how you see the world or what you believe in, what your faith is. It's gonna be very present as you go into next week. And also I will say since one of your planets is Mercury and Mercury is finally direct, maybe things are gonna get a little bit of movement, but they've been sluggish for the last three, four weeks. Capricorn. Capricorn. So, you know, I've been, you know, periodically saying that Saturn is your planet and it's been in Pisces and it's going to be in Pisces for the next few years. So this is your time to really settle into this sign that's about compassion, about feeling, about intuition. It's not the, you know, hard edges or tangibility that we typically see with um you know capricorn energy but this is where your ambitions and your your values have to align with something even you know in your heart or something you know spiritual for example for you you know you know jupiter leaving the sign of home and family and going into what's called your fifth sign picks up on a bigger story that's been with you since 2018 and 2019 and this is the story about the reinvention of self. Now, every Capricorn is going to live this differently, 
But what happens when you strip away, because Capricorn's a sign that can, can get really much in conditioning, like cultural conditioning, all these uh, obligations and duties, these things that I have to do and work towards. What happens when you start to strip away the stuff that's actually not you? Who were you in 2018? Who are you now? Is there any difference? Is it a deeper revelation of self? Is it a feeling more confident in who you are, returning to the things that actually give you life, that light you up, uh, taking your talents, gifts, and abilities seriously, for example. So Jupiter in this space says the coming year really is about focusing on your talents, your gifts, your abilities, really getting back to that spark of life. And for some Capricorns, it's the focus on on children or you know bringing childlike energy in your life and, and i'm saying this for the very small few for whom this is actually relevant you know sometimes jupiter through this space can bring a pregnancy taurus sorry taurus uranus has been there again for many years five years so this is going to re you know invigorate this story and that's for you to see what's happening now then there's Pluto in Aquarius, which is your money sign. You got Mars going to Leo, which is another money sign. So there's something about money, finance, assets, wealth, power, control, intimacy, vulnerabilities. Am I safe? Am I secure? That's really bringing you into next week. So while this is not you know an intense T-square like it is for some of the other signs, it is pressing on some of the bigger points in your life. And it's where you see, like, where do you feel that friction point as you go into next week? Um, Aquarius. Aquarius, you are my last fixed sign. You know, the fixed signs are what I was saying, my, my Tauruses, my Leo, my Scorpios, my youth. Um, these are signs that typically like to keep things fixed. The fixed energy talks about our material plane, the physicality of life, the things that you want to keep nice and fixed. Aquarius is a very intellectual sign, but in its case of how it connects to the world, it really talks about these larger frameworks, these systems that sort of connect and govern and rule our world. So then there's Jupiter going into Taurus, and Taurus for you forms the base of your astrology, its home, its family, its roots and foundation. And I think it's important for you, Aquarius, to go back to what was home and family like in 2018, 2019. Did you live someplace completely different? Was your household completely different? Were you living with somebody that you're not living now? This is gonna mean different things to different Aquariuses, but it's, you know, the thing that I think has been, you know, and I made this joke last time, maybe hopefully it's not a joke, but, you know, I think Aquarius and, and Scorpio, by the way, uh, it's been, been two of the signs of the Zodiac, it's been really getting some intense energy. And how is Jupiter going to activate that, bring that story forward, or 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 be help? It's, it's hard to say, because Jupiter is gonna function a differently for everybody. Sometimes when Jupiter goes this space, uh, through the space where it took Uranus out of the mix, um, we move. We feel the confidence. We want to start a family. We want to set, put down roots. Um, but Uranus adds that wild card factor. It's shaking things up. It's you know turning your life, and especially with Pluto now in your sign, Aquarius. Get the Mars is in your relationship sign. Um, and so there's this really dynamic opposition that's happening between you and other people as you go into next week. So really pay attention to your relationships. 
Aquarius, like the people in your life, whether it's capital R relationship or lower R relationship, because Pluto is a force and it talks about this time in your life and, and honestly into the coming years where you're really trying to, to stand on your own two feet to find your own power. But Mars can be a little bit adversarial. So this is why I'm just putting in your back of your mind, like where do you see the tension points in relationships this week? That said, that new moon on the... <clears throat> on the on the 19th does open up this chapter where it is about new beginnings in the home and the family and uh, yeah there you go finally pisces so pisces you know here we are at the last sign of the zodiac and just a periodic check-in with saturn which has been in your sign since march like how are you feeling that saturn energy is it, is it feeling this need to really sort of set some things in motion to create a new framework to map out new plans and visions for your life or do you feel like the way the world's on your shoulders you have a lot of duties and responsibilities over the past two plus months but that said jupiter your planet is going into taurus so this is like watching your personal clock and one of the major hands in your personal astrology is moving from one space to another from one hour to another and for you jupiter goes into what's called your third sign it's voice communication how you think and listen and learn it's also education and travel it's a little bit of a busy place for jupiter to be over the next year but it may mean that education is going to start to take priority or you got lots to say or maybe you want to travel more explore more the wild card is uranus and if we look at uranus's time in this part of your chart since 2018 2019 this has been about you awakening your voice whether it's literally the words out of your mouth or your ability to truly connect to the heart and soul of who you are and allow that to come through your words you would be surprised how hard it is to do that second thing and how much how many people actually don't one of the most radical things you can do uranus is to really be in your own voice to really say what you need to say not in a you know kind of jerky like i'm gonna you know speak my truth but like make sure the power of you is coming through not just what you say but your thoughts your choices your actions jupiter in the same sign as uranus is going to shake you up maybe there's a sense of awakening as you get into next year i'm getting a little ahead of myself Mars going into Leo for you, um, you know, Mars is going into uh, your what's called your sign of health and wellness. It's about your the physicality of life. It's taking care of your body, but it's making an opposition to Pluto. And Pluto for you is in a space that you can't typically see. It's in your 12th. It's about really trying to see this dynamic uh, connection and sometimes tension between the physicality of your life and whatever is beyond this world and, and maybe to see like where is this showing up with health and wellness how are you using this energy to make different choices to you know make choices about how you take care of your body how you show up in your day-to-day -day life but it's a you know it's a dynamic shift point it doesn't hit on the same spaces like it does for the other signs but i think you know we're going to have a lot to talk about in the coming year you know for you in particular because jupiter your planet's going to be in the same space as uranus so there you go that is your look at the astrology of may 15th through 20 you know may 15th through the 21st 2023 my name again is katie sweetman you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com um, 
you, many of you are my clients. You can book a consultation with me. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter. I do put a newsletter out every first thing Monday morning. Learn about events, learn about upcoming webinars, for example. But uh, yeah, I love, love, love connecting with you, love talking with you every week. And I look forward to debriefing about this astrology as we go into next week and actually talking also about Gemini season. So until then, take care. Bye-bye.